Study Article 31. This article will be studied during the week of September 25th through October 1st. Be steadfast, immovable. Theme text My beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable. 1 Corinthians 15 58. Song 122 Be steadfast, immovable. Preview. Since the days of Adam and Eve, Satan has promoted the idea that people should decide for themselves what is right and what is wrong. He wants us to adopt that same attitude toward Jehovah's laws and toward any theocratic direction we receive. This article will help us to guard against the independent spirit of Satan's world and to strengthen our resolve to stand firmly on Jehovah's side. Paragraphs 1 and 2 Question In what way might a Christian be like a skyscraper? In the late 1970s, a 60 story skyscraper gradually rose above the skyline of Tokyo, Japan. Observers wondered how it would be able to withstand the frequent earthquakes in that city. The secret? Engineers designed the building to be rigid yet flexible enough to absorb seismic shocks. Christians are like that skyscraper. In what way? A Christian must maintain a balance between steadfastness and flexibility. He needs to be strong and immovable when it comes to upholding Jehovah's laws and standards. 1 Corinthians 15 58 reads Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, Always having plenty to do in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in connection with the Lord. He is ready to obey and does not compromise. On the other hand, he needs to be reasonable or flexible when the situation allows for it or even requires it. James 3.17. A Christian who has learned to have this balanced view will avoid the extremes of being either excessively rigid or overly permissive. In this article, we will consider how we can be immovable. We will also identify five ways that Satan tries to weaken our resolve and learn how we can resist his efforts. How can we be steadfast? Paragraph 3. Question. What laws of the supreme lawgiver are found at Acts 15 28 and 29? As the supreme lawgiver, Jehovah has consistently conveyed clear laws to his people. For example, the first century governing body identified three ways in which Christians must remain firm. One, by rejecting idolatry, worshiping only Jehovah. Two, by respecting the sanctity of blood. And three, by adhering to the Bible's high moral standards. Acts 15 28 and 29 reads, For the Holy Spirit and we ourselves have favored adding no further burden to you except these necessary things to keep abstaining from things sacrificed to idols, from blood, from what is strangled, and from sexual immorality. If you carefully keep yourselves from these things, you will prosper. Good health to you. 
How can Christians today maintain a firm stand in these three specific ways? Paragraph 4. Question. How do we give Jehovah exclusive devotion? We reject idolatry, worshiping only Jehovah. He commanded the Israelites to give him exclusive devotion. And when tempted by the devil, Jesus clearly indicated that we must worship only Jehovah. Therefore, we do not worship religious idols. We also do not idolize humans, whether they are religious leaders, political rulers, or stars in the world of sports and entertainment, treating them like gods. We take our stand on Jehovah's side and worship only the one who created all things. Revelation 4.11 reads, You are worthy, Jehovah our God, to receive the glory and the honor and the power, because you created all things, and because of your will they came into existence and were created. Paragraph 5. Question. Why do we uphold Jehovah's law regarding the sanctity of life and blood? We uphold Jehovah's law regarding the sanctity of life and blood. Why? Because Jehovah says that blood represents life, a precious gift from Him. When Jehovah first allowed humans to eat the flesh of animals, He directed them not to eat the blood. He repeated this command when He gave the Mosaic law to Israel and he directed the first-century governing body to decree that all Christians keep abstaining from blood. Acts 15, 28 and 29 We steadfastly obey this command when we make medical decisions. Paragraph 6, Question What efforts do we make to live by Jehovah's high moral standards? We strictly adhere to Jehovah's high moral standards. Using vivid figurative language, the Apostle Paul advises us to deaden our body members, that is, to take strong measures in order to eliminate wrong fleshly desires. We avoid looking at or doing anything that could lead to sexual immorality. When we face temptation, we immediately reject any thought or action that could damage our friendship with God. Paragraph 7. Question. What should we resolve to do, and why? Jehovah expects us to be obedient from the heart, Romans 6.17. His guidance is always in our best interests, and His laws are non-negotiable. We strive to please Jehovah and show the same attitude as the psalmist, who declared, I have resolved to obey your regulations at all times, down to the last. Psalm 119, 112. However, Satan will try to weaken our resolve. What methods does he use? How does Satan try to weaken our resolve? Paragraph 8. Question. How does Satan use persecution in an effort to weaken our resolve? Persecution. The devil uses physical and emotional attacks in an effort to weaken our resolve. His aim is to devour us, to destroy our relationship with Jehovah. Christians in the first century were threatened, 
beaten and killed because of their determination to stand firm. Satan continues to use persecution today. This is evident in the brutal treatment of our brothers and sisters in Russia and other countries and in the personal attacks by opposers. Paragraph 9. Illustrate the need to beware of subtle pressures. Subtle Pressures Satan uses crafty acts in addition to blatant frontal attacks. Take the example of a brother named Bob, who was hospitalized for major surgery. He informed the doctors that under no circumstances would he accept a blood transfusion. The surgeon agreed to respect his decision. However, on the night before the surgery, the anesthesiologist paid Bob a visit after his family had gone home. He told Bob that blood would likely not be given, but that they would have it on hand just in case it was needed. Perhaps the doctor thought that Bob would change his mind without his family around. But Bob remained steadfast, stating that he was not to be given blood under any circumstances. Paragraph 10. Question. Why is human reasoning a snare? Human Reasoning If we look at matters from a human standpoint, we may leave out Jehovah and His standards. 1 Corinthians 3, 19 and 20 reads, For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, He catches the wise in their own cunning. And again, Jehovah knows that the reasonings of the wise men are futile. The wisdom of this world often appeals to fleshly desires. A few Christians in Pergamum and Thyatira adopted the idolatrous and immoral views common in those cities. Jesus sent strong counsel to both congregations for their toleration of sexual immorality. Today, we face pressure to adopt wrong viewpoints. Family members and acquaintances may appeal to our emotions and encourage us to compromise. For example, they may claim that giving in to our desires does not matter and that the Bible's moral standards are outdated. Paragraph 11. Question. As we stand firm, what must we avoid? At times, we might reason that the direction Jehovah gives us is not sufficient. We might even be tempted to go beyond the things that are written. 1 Corinthians 4.6 The religious leaders in Jesus' day were guilty of this sin. By adding man-made rules to the law, they imposed a heavy burden on the common people. Jehovah gives us clear direction through His Word and through His organization. We have no reason to add to the instruction He provides. Therefore, we do not go beyond what is written in the Bible or make rules for fellow believers about personal matters. Paragraph 12. Question. How does Satan promote empty deception? Deceptions. Satan employs empty deception and the elementary things of the world to mislead and divide people. Colossians 2.8. In the first century, these included philosophies based on human reasonings, unscriptural Jewish teachings, 
and the teaching that Christians must observe the Mosaic Law. These were deceptions because they took people's attention away from the true source of wisdom, Jehovah. Today, Satan uses the media and social networks to spread conspiracy theories and false news reports promoted by political leaders. We saw much of this during the COVID-19 pandemic. Jehovah's Witnesses, who listened to the guidance given by our organization, avoided the undue anxieties experienced by those who listened to misleading information. Paragraph 13. Question. Why must we be on guard against distractions? Distractions. We must not lose sight of the more important things. Philippians 1, 9 and 10. Distractions can take an excessive amount of our time and attention away from more beneficial pursuits. Ordinary features of life, such as eating, drinking, recreation, and secular work, could become distractions if we allow them to become the focus of our life. In addition, every day we are bombarded with news reports about social disputes and political issues. We cannot afford to be distracted by these debates. Otherwise, we may begin to take sides in our mind and heart. Satan uses all these methods mentioned above with the goal of weakening our determination to do what is right. Let us consider how we can resist his efforts and remain firm. How can we remain firm? Paragraph 14. Question. What is one thing that can help us remain firm on Jehovah's side? Reflect on your dedication and baptism. You took those steps because you wanted to stand on Jehovah's side. Think back to what helped you to become convinced that you had found the truth. You took inaccurate knowledge of Jehovah and grew to respect and love Him as your Heavenly Father. You developed faith and were motivated to repent. Your heart moved you to abandon wrong practices and to live in harmony with God's will. You felt relief when you sensed God's forgiveness. You attended Christian meetings and began to share with others the wonderful things you had learned. As a dedicated and baptized Christian, you are now walking on the road to life, determined not to lose your way. Paragraph 15. Question. Why are study and meditation beneficial? Study God's Word and meditate on it. Just as a tree can stand strong if it has deep roots, we can remain firm if our faith is deeply rooted in God's Word. As a tree grows, its roots grow deeper and spread farther. When we study and meditate, we strengthen our faith and deepen our conviction that God's ways are best. Reflect on how Jehovah's instruction, guidance, and protection helped His servants in times past. For example, Ezekiel paid close attention as an angel took detailed measurements of the visionary temple. This vision strengthened Ezekiel, and it provides us with practical lessons about how we can uphold Jehovah's standards for pure worship. We too benefit when we take time to study about and meditate on the deeper things of God's Word. 
Paragraph 16. Question. How did a steadfast heart protect Bob? Cultivate a steadfast heart. King David declared his unswerving love for Jehovah when he sang, My heart is steadfast, O God. Psalm 57, 7. We too can have a steadfast heart, trusting fully in Jehovah. Psalm 112, 7 reads, He will not fear bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in Jehovah. Consider how this helped Bob, mentioned earlier. When he was informed that blood would be kept on hand just in case it was needed, he instantly replied that if there was any chance of giving him blood, he would leave the hospital immediately. Later, Bob commented, I had absolutely no hesitation and no worry. The picture collage for paragraphs 14 to 18 shows a tall building under construction sitting on a firm foundation. In the next scene, a brother fills out a medical directive. His tablet is open to Lesson 39 of Enjoy Life Forever. The picture caption reads, To stand firm, reflect on your dedication and baptism, study God's Word and meditate on it, cultivate a steadfast heart, and trust in Jehovah. Paragraph 17. Question. What can we learn from Bob's experience? Bob was steadfast because he had made his decision to stand firm long before he went into the hospital. First, He desired to make Jehovah happy. Second, he carefully studied what the Bible and our Bible based publications say about the sanctity of life and blood. Third, he was convinced that following Jehovah's direction would bring lasting benefits. We too can have a steadfast heart no matter what trials we may face. In the picture collage for paragraph 17, The tall building shown earlier still stands while other buildings around it have collapsed after a natural disaster. The brother shown earlier sits in a hospital bed talking with a doctor late at night. The picture caption reads If we have built a strong spiritual foundation, we can remain steadfast no matter what trial we may face. Paragraph 18. Question. How does Barak's example teach us to trust in Jehovah? Trust in Jehovah. Consider how Barak succeeded because of trusting in Jehovah's direction. Although neither a shield nor a lance could be seen in all the land, Jehovah instructed him to go into battle against the well equipped military forces of the Canaanite army chief Sisera. The prophetess Deborah told Barak to go down to the level plain to meet Sisera and his 900 chariots. Even though the chariots would offer a clear advantage on the flat ground, Barak obeyed. As the soldiers descended Mount Tabor, Jehovah sent pouring rains from heaven. Sisera's chariots became mired in mud, and Jehovah gave Barak the victory. Similarly, Jehovah will give us the victory if we trust in Him and in the direction He provides through His representatives. 
The cover picture for paragraph 18 shows Bayrak and his men charging down a mountain in the pouring rain to fight Sisera's army, whose war chariots are stuck in mud. The cover picture caption reads Bayrak and his men courageously charged after Sisera's army. Be determined to remain steadfast. Paragraph 19. Question. Why do you want to remain steadfast? Our fight to remain steadfast will continue as long as we are living in this system of things. May we be determined not to be tossed about by persecution, subtle pressures, human reasoning, deceptions, and distractions. Instead, let us stand firm, steadfast in our devotion to Jehovah and immovable in our obedience to His commands. At the same time, we need to be reasonable. In the next article, we will discuss how Jehovah and Jesus are perfect examples of reasonableness. How would you answer? How can we be steadfast in upholding Jehovah's laws and standards? What methods does Satan use in an effort to weaken our resolve to remain firm? What are four things we can do to remain firm? Song 129 We Will Keep Enduring End of Article